my adventures in, in tech. Good morning, Harry. That's why this angle is weird because I can't quite figure out. I've, I got my tower back up. So I, I, it's, it was challenging to figure out how to uh, how to make it do what it do. So anyway, this, this is the angle this morning. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. So Harry, let me tell you what happened. So my laptop, why it was doing what it was doing, because I had dropped it and didn't realize I had dropped it. So uh, the screen was badly cracked. That's why it was looking the way it looked. So I had to take it. So I took it to the Geek Squad, and they were like, it's going to take three weeks. So they sent me to Syrian in the Hampton Plaza. And I'm waiting to hear back from them about what, how long it's going to take and how much it's going to cost. So that's my... Uh, that's my uh, my my uh, tech problem. So I don't have a laptop. So everything I have to do. So I had to run and figure out how to set my desktop back up. And then the turret, the uh, my my tower works. The light came on. It's working. I mean, you can hear me, right? The light is on. Everything is on. The camera is on. Because I stopped using it because I couldn't get the light to work. I couldn't. It was just too many variables. So here we are. So I got my headset back on. And uh, I got the turret working. So that's that's the world of uh, that's the world of high. That's the world of high tech. Stop moving this thing around. Let me put this key. This is the keyboard that needs batteries. It does that. Uh, I need to get some batteries today. And then we'll see what happens. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this some kind of way. So I can get these angles right. No, I just be doing stuff. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. This is how I'm gonna live with it like this. I think what I want to do is no, I don't want to do that. Anyway, Harry, we, when I first got this thing, I had this. I had this situated nicely. Now I'm like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. It it'll get worked out. You don't need to have the mic right in front of you. Yeah. I know. I'm I'm pushing it back now. Yeah. Right? That's good, right? Yep. And then I can move my camera a little bit so you can't see behind the screen. Because behind the screen is a mess. <laughs> so so that's my that's my um that's my tech nightmare story. And I need my laptop because I got I got LSAT stuff to do. So now I'm gonna have to be at home or in my office at the inner city working on stuff that's the only way i'm gonna be able to get things done now so uh so yeah so it's one of those it's a day it's one of those days so it's monday i had a great weekend harry it was friday uh what did i do friday you know i got to refer back to notes because you know i don't be knowing oh i didn't do anything friday i had people on the porch friday night which was nice People on the porch Saturday night, which was nice. Uh, Sunday, I just chilled. So I went up to Bloom on Saturday um, because they launched a new cafe, the Flora Cafe. So I popped over there for a little bit. Um, what else did I do? 
that's about it. Unless I'm forgetting something. I don't know. You know, I could easily be forgetting stuff. So anyway, it was a good weekend. It was it was restful. I like that it's restful. And then we had a good time Friday, Saturday night, of course. But it was restful. So I'm drinking some coffee this morning. I got up and made coffee early. Well, no, not really early. Because I knew I had to come. And so my keyboard doesn't work. So I have to use the the um in-screen keyboard, which is fine, because I need batteries for my keyboard. And I'll I'll get some. At least I think I need batteries. I don't know how to turn it on. Like, I don't know how to get it to come on. I tried everything. I went into settings. And it's it's, it's, it's a wireless. So I'm thinking it's really the batteries. The batteries are gone. So, so I was like, okay, I can live with that. I, I could definitely live with that. So anyway, that's the way of the world. I hope everybody's feeling good this morning. Um, I hope everybody's feeling good. I watched a little bit of TV this weekend, not a lot. Like I watched like HGTV stuff. I didn't watch any news. Uh, I watched a little bit of Sunday morning, but I think I just kind of slept through it a little bit. I had different plans, but I didn't follow through. So there you go. Um, so anyway. That's the way of the world. I got some things I got to work on and figure out. But other than that, I mean, it's Monday. And uh, I don't even know what's going on. You know, I got to go over to the, the innercitynews.com and uh, and uh, newhavenindependent.com to see what's happening. Uh, word on the street is on hiatus for the summer. So Paul Bass will be back at some point. So don't, don't y'all worry. We'll still be running up on people in this glorious city, asking them the word on the street. But if you missed any of the word on the streets, you can always log in and check them out. So, and uh, a lot of them, most of them have stories connected to them that Paul did a, a deeper dive than just um, the conversation that we had uh, on the street. So just so you know, and uh, yeah. Um, so what's up? Um, ULA marks 21 years of immigrant advocacy. So that's pretty good. Um, Brian Slatery. Um, something was going on at the Bergamos Community Theater, which is one of my little favorite places to go. I, I like going there. Um, public housing evictions on the rise. Um, there's a piece up on the front page. I, I, that's a tough, that's a tough. Uh, that's a it's a tough that's a tough thing I don't I don't know how I don't know what else to say about it but there's a whole thoroughly deep art uh uh article on it and so people can go and uh and uh go and uh and check it out so uh So um, it's, a, it's a good story, long, thoroughly historic 
story of proportions. And so, you know, you just go and follow people's story. Um, and, and just see if you can follow along and read about it. It's a long story. Uh, and uh, it's, a, it's a lot. So anyway, um, go. And there's lots of comments, of course, because, you know, everybody thinks they got solutions, but ain't, everybody ain't in the fight. <laughs> I love all the commenters. They they all got solutions, but they're not in the fight. <laughs> they're not showing up to nothing. They just uh, they just uh, they just internet jockeying. You know, I got a I got an opinion. Okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, anyway. So anyway, um, and of course, you know, three-fifths is waxing poetic and being up there and talking. Heather C., uh, it's just a lot. So um, that's that. Um, I, I didn't find the fireworks to be terribly awful this year. I mean, they were they were on my nerves, but they weren't awful. Um, so it was a uh, it 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 came and went. That that's what I'll say. Although I did hear some fireworks last night, like boom, 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 and uh, that was off putting. But it was only like one or two, and then it and then it stopped. So you know. Uh, I, I hate fireworks just like the animals do. It's annoying and it's scary and it's loud. And although I don't want harm to, to people, every now and again, people need to remind be, be reminded that uh, uh, the fireworks are explosives. And, and while they're loud and kind of fun, they're not fun. They're dangerous. And... Uh, you shouldn't be playing with them. So anyway, so I'm finally started reading uh, um, The Other Side of Prospect, A Story of Violence and Justice in the American City by Nicholas Dowdall. I finally started, I finally started reading it. And uh, it is, it is so packed. It's like, it's really like taking a master's class in a, in American history focused on New Haven. It's got so much. I guess it's really a class. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I learned so much in a short period of time. I learned so much that I didn't know uh, about how people came to New Haven. Uh, I knew how people came to New Haven because of the factory work um, uh, in you know, industrial work. And I didn't know there were Oh God, like 700 manufacturing uh, plant jobs in New Haven at one point, 700. So, so that would, that would make for um, a, a city bustling and booming uh, with people who are working and able to buy homes 
you know, with that kind of, so it wasn't just Winchester, although Winchester was, was the largest, but you know, it was Winchester and it was um, um, uh, the rubber plant, the rubber plant in, the, in West Haven. And it was um, other, it was uh, the, the garment, under, women's undergarment manufacturer over there on Olive Street. It was um, the clock uh, uh, plant. I mean, it was, it was so much. It was uh, carriages. So, I mean, uh, over over a period of time, over a hundred years. Um, so that's why this city was bustling, and that's why it was attractive. And then when World War II happened, and they needed um, they needed um, workers, so they started hiring men and women, uh, black men and women, because uh, they they needed to, you know, uh, meet the demand. So. So it gets it gives you all of that so you could understand how we we get to the shooting, how we get to the neighborhood as it is, as it is. Uh, it's very interesting, very very interesting. And this neighborhood was a white neighborhood. Um, you know, it was an immigrant neighborhood always, right? Italians, Polish. Um, uh, uh, you know, all, all, uh, those kinds, those kind of immigrants, you know, not, not Puerto Rican or anything, but, you know, Italian and um, Polish and uh, uh, like that. And so, um, and they would come. And so the neighborhood reflected that. And, and the people that built the houses, um, they, they weren't the best built houses, but they were the best built houses for, for the folks. And, and, and prominent people lived over here, like the mayor Lee grew up here, and um, all kinds of people grew up around here, uh, and their families grew up here. And then, um, but once they started letting black folks in, you know, white folks get a little, they don't want to live around black people. And, and they did for a minute, right? And it was fine. Like it was, black people wanted the same things white people wanted. A clean neighborhood, a safe place for the children to grow up, and access to good schools. That's that is the the common denominator right there. But you know, some white folks they don't they don't give a damn what you want if you're black. They just they just don't want to be around you. Uh, so so there was a lot of that. Uh, but there were some white people that lived here to the very very end. You know, till they, I mean, just just till the end. So anyway. I, I, I'm I'm enjoying this book. It, it does not read like an academic book. So let me let me be clear. It doesn't read it doesn't read like an academic book. It it doesn't read like an academic book. It reads like a a a, a book that you would be interested in. You know, it's a um it's 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 got beautiful language. I had to look up some words because <laughs> I was like, okay, Nicholas. I've got education, but damn it. <laughs> so I had to so I had to go and go and do my due diligence and uh and look up stuff. So uh so yeah, I mean it's a good read. I'm I'm enjoying my 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 march to reading. You know, I'm committed to reading more and more and more, uh, because that that's what makes a fine mind, to tell you the truth. Um and uh, and and though I like to read um, uh, fiction a lot, I'll read some nonfiction too because I 
Uh, I need a I need a sweeping romance. So I, I need to I need to write that, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't know what I'm thinking. I know what I want to read and uh uh there's some great stories out there. And uh let me tell you, um the black gay community is writing some beautiful love stories um that I I I um I admire, you know, but I need a uh, and those are wonderful, but I need a, a old people love story. <laughs> I'm 60. I need a love story that's such as later in life love stories. I don't mind the gay love stories and the transgender love. I don't, I don't mind any of that. I'm that that's all great. I just want to see my like they want to see themselves. I want to see myself. And 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 they tend to cut love stories off for. Older people are like 40 and 50. I'm in that 60 category. I need a damn love story for a 60-year-old. Yes, I do. You know, we're not trying to get pregnant. We're not, we're not getting pregnant. <laughs> oh, we got to worry about sexually transmitted diseases, but that's not hard. <laughs> you know, because we're we're smarter. We we are. We are the generation that came up with all the with all the. Um, I come from a time when sex education was taught in schools, high schools, elementary schools, high schools, and college. So I got all that stuff. Plus, you know, I work for. I mean, I work. I, I'm on the board of Planned Parenthood, but I knew about Planned Parenthood before I became on their board. So you know what I mean, like so. So so I'm I'm not in that generation that you don't talk about sexual things. Just saying. I'm just saying. So I just uh I just want that. So I have to figure this out. I have a lot of things to think about and what all the things I want to do. And you know, I I I have to write something. Um I'm going away on the writers retreat in February to Senegal and I'll be there for like 3 weeks. And uh and I'm thinking about what what I want to write while I'm in Africa. I have, I thought I had a sense, but now I don't have a sense. So I have to figure that out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, and then, and then there's something I want to do. I need to, I need to catch up with my friend, Carissa Van Tassel, because I want to work on this project. I want, I want to take these. Uh, I want to take the pictures that I have from the porch and turn it into some kind of book. I do want to do that, and I want to do it this year. Like I want to do it. Now listen. <laughs> I don't know what plate. I think I'm gonna put another thing on because <laughs> my plate is already a serving platter. It's already a platter. So I don't know what else I'm going to think. Of. I don't know what else I think I'm going to put on this plate, but I, damn it, I am. And, uh, and I, I want to, I want to, um, I want to do this. And so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a shout out to all the photographer people that I know and, uh, and figure this out. And, uh, see how I can get this done. 
see how I can, how can I, how can I get this done? So I'm thinking about that. And so this week I'm going to uh, pull some folks together. I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> this is the moment, this is the time. <laughs> I am going to do it. I'm going to do it, do it fluid. Uh, I'm going to do it, do it, do it, do it fluid. So, uh, and then I'm going to schedule up some folks to be on the show. Uh, to talk about some of the stuff that they are into. Uh, I'm going to start doing that and see uh, what I could get into. And, uh, you know, oh, I know. Ha! So July 5th, July 5th, we did the the um, the talk, uh, the oration of What to the American Slave is, you know, 4th of July by Frederick Douglass. And, uh, and there's been a couple of articles about it, which is very nice. So uh, high five Native Independent, high five the Patch, high five Yale Daily News. Uh, it was good. Thank you for uh, covering us. Uh, and then we all went to Union League and had really good dinner. You know, so so um, so let me give you an Olympic update. So you know, I'm on Olympic because I'm a I have diabetes. Uh, it has lowered my A1C, which is nice. I'm telling you, though, Zimbic makes my body feel much better than it has felt in a very long time. I got past the side effects in month one on the very low dose, and now I'm at the halfway point. Um, so I'm down. I'm only down 17. Now, I don't want to say only. I am down 17 pounds, hovering between 16 and 17 pounds, you know, um, and that's fine at the dose that I'm at. Uh, Cause I started, I was at, I think I was at three, three Oh two. That's when I started. I was at three Oh three Oh two or three Oh three. It might've been a little bit more than that. And, uh, and now I'm at two eighty six. So, uh, you know, it's fine. I feel, I feel fine. I don't feel, uh, I don't feel, uh, bad. I feel pretty good. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, that's it. <laughs> I could, I could probably help it more if I, if I didn't, you know, drink so much drink. <laughs> you know, uh, if I, if I didn't, if I didn't, uh, if I didn't drink. So, because uh, uh, that, that you know, alcohol puts, puts. It's just calories. It's not that alcohol in itself is what puts on. It's the the, the amount of calories in drinking that's that's what it is you know so you have to so you have to temper you have to manage that right you know plus I'm intermittent fasting which I like because I don't like the steady eating all day eating all day kind of foolishness I I never enjoyed that and I didn't realize how much I didn't enjoy it till I stopped it so I pretty much eat once or twice a day you know uh and that that feels right for me. I, I'm not starving. Like I, I'm not one of these people that starves. I do need to drink more water. And and I don't know why I don't drink more water, because I don't dislike water. It's just, you know what? You have to, you have to just be conscious of carrying water with you. <laughs> so I think, I think, because I have water bottles, but I think for me, I need a, a container, a thermos that keeps water cold, because I want to keep water cold. I don't. 
I don't like drinking room temperature water or warm water. I like icy cold water. So I think I need a thermos to keep my water cold. I think that's really the problem. All my water bottles are not water, are not thermoses. So I think if I look for a thermos and to keep cold water in it, I'll be all right. That'll be fine. I just realized that just now. Because I'm I'm looking, I got all these charming water bottles, but you know. Nothing keeps anything cold in there. You know, I got some glass ones. I got the little whatever ones, but they don't keep things cold. So I need I need ones that keep things cold. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I have been working out, so I got through every, I got through last week working out. This kicks off another week. I work out some more, and uh, you know. That's where we are. So I, d- I did laundry yesterday, last night, late, which I shouldn't have done. I should have did laundry early in the day. But, you know, procrastinating, just being a procrastinator. But I'm getting out of that habit, too. So, yeah, I mean, listen, it's Monday. It's rain. It's, it's kind of sunny out, kind of rainy. That You know, they're saying thunderstorms. I listened to the rain all last night, which is nice, because I I have an app that I put on rain when it's not raining, because I like the sound of rain, I, I sleep better. And uh, But I slept good last night because the rain and I had the fan in the window and, and it wasn't raining in the window so I could run the fan all night because I like a cool room. So I was like, all oh, that kind of stuff it was really nice. It was really, really nice. It was really, really nice. And uh, uh, I feel, uh, yeah, things are moving in a good direction. You know, thinking about uh, I'll be on Martha's Vineyard in August, working the jazz festival again, which I'm excited about. Uh, um, the goal is to go to Kigali, Rwanda in November. So I'm excited about that. And then I'll be back in Africa again in February. So I am uh, I, I am I'm laying the groundwork to Africa to live there partially. And then law school. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get into law school. I somehow, I listen. I, that's in God's hands, you know. That's in God. That's in God. I'm gonna put that in God's hands, and uh, I gotta start working all the stuff that I need to work on for that, you know. Oh, and and I got bills to pay. God knows, I've got, I've got bills to pay, and bills, 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 bills. You know, bills, bills. <laughs> Oh, so many bills. So anyway, uh, and that's it, you know, just trying to and work on my apartment, you know, and uh, I bought some stuff for the bathroom because I'm going to start in the bathroom. So I've already started buying stuff. I bought some stuff, new rugs. Uh, uh, I bought a hamper for the for my um, laundry room. I have a I have a designated laundry room, like a bona fide laundry room. So I have I have a laundry room, which is nice. Um, and, and you know, and this is a great garden level apartment, right? Uh, and it was so good for when I had the surgeries, back to back hip replacement surgeries, to just sort of get around. But now I just gotta I gotta get rid of I not, I don't even know if I have to get rid of stuff as much as it just needs to find a home amongst things. Uh, but probably a lot of it probably could go. <laughs> So, so every day my goal is to work on something, you know, and that's what I'm going to do. So I'm just going to, 
start working on stuff, start putting some stuff away. Like, what am I going to wear the rest of the season? You know, because uh, I have a lot, I have a lot of clothes and, and I don't mind having a lot of clothes because I don't do a lot of clothes shopping. These are things that I just bought over the years and you just, you know, I just hold on to things, you know, unless it's raggedy, then it gets tossed, right? Like it's got to go. But for the most part, for the most part, yeah, I just, you know, I just hang on to it. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't concern myself with what's in style or what's not in style. I just kind of go for what I like and what I'm comfortable. I dress my body for comfort. I don't dress my body for trend, although I will go someplace and buy like cheap stuff that you know that's a trendy piece that could blend in like one or two pieces but for the most part you know I, I I'm an old lady with old lady clothes <laughs> and I like I'm a clothes whore so I, I like clothes and uh and I know how to dress my body I know like you're not gonna see me in you, I mean just there are things you just I'm not gonna wear and 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 I have no shame about my body I I I'm comfortable fat, I'm comfortable, thin, I'm comfortable, medium, I'm comfortable. Um, but I, I do recognize, you know, that uh, I just like to, I like to dress my body in a certain kind of way. And, and, and that works for me. And I like nice things. You know, I like, I like nice things. I have lots and lots and lots and lots of nice things. So, but I'm a, I'm a pop into a, a vintage noir. Uh, sometime Ife and I are going to pop in there tuesday or wednesday i think um we're gonna pop in there and see what they got because i i saw when i was looking at her video uh the woman's video vintage nor video i see had a whole bunch of brooches and you know i'm a sucker for a damn piece of jewelry <laughs> i am a sucker for some jewelry and i have way 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 too much thank you thank you um Thank you, Patty, for the, like, like, did, I don't know if I showed y'all uh, the jewelry box that Patty got me for my birthday. She was trying to get it to me before I went to Morocco, but this is it. I don't know if you can see, it says Wild Bab 60. And, uh, and this is it. It's mirrored. And you know, I'm a sucker for mirrored stuff. I love, <laughs> I love mirrored things. And it's a it's a jewelry box, and this you know what? If you break it in my house, I will cap you upside the head with this joker. But yeah, so it holds rings. It's got you know the velvet inside, rings and all kinds of stuff. And then this this piece comes out, and so it has a deep, you know. So I I love this kind of stuff. Love it, love it, love it. And she sent me a beautiful a beautiful birthday card. Uh, us friends always. You know, and uh, we are such twins, you know. So anyway, I'm I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Sucker for that kind of stuff. And uh, so yeah, listen. Um, um, uh, I I I'm appreciative of it. So uh, let me tell you, my friend Elizabeth Nearing is throwing a fat 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 beach party. <laughs> Only fat people could come. <laughs> that means fat, all the fatties could be in bathing suits like everybody else and just be comfortable. And nobody's like, look at that fat person in a bathing suit. I'm so, 
I'm so, uh, it's going to be August 19th from one to six. So it's going to be a fatty's pool party. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm coming and, uh, and I've got swimsuits. So I got a fat girl, but I got swimsuits because I know how to swim. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna be with my peoples, fat peoples united. We're gonna be together in the uh in the in the at the pool party. We're gonna splash and splash and splash and be fat people together in the pool party. That's what I want. So I'm excited about that. Come August 19, if I'm around, if I'm into it, if I'm hopefully my calendar will align and uh and I can uh uh I got it in my calendar. So it shouldn't be a problem, you know. So yeah, so all the fat people, 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 throw your hands up. <laughs> so I'm just saying, all the fat people, all the fat people, all the fat people, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. I'm not going to my grave over no foolishness, not having done some stuff because I'm fat. I'm not going to my grave not doing stuff because I'm fat. I'm not going to my grave not wearing an evening gown or just only in black. I'm not going to my grave never having worn a lot of color. I'm not going to my grave not wearing a, a fancy, slick, cute, sexy bathing suit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to my grave without coloring my hair all the colors that I want. And that's what I'm that's what I'm telling people now because I get this all the time. Oh, I wish I had your confidence. You, you, my confidence, you already have confidence. You just too worried listening to the choir of them. See, everybody's got a choir of them. And then when you start to dissect the choir of them, it's really ridiculous. Who cares? Ladies for them people. What people? <laughs> all they, listen, all they can do is talk about you. That's it. All they can do is talk about you. And, and you know what? And if you think the talk is just going to be negative talk, you might be mistaken. Because people might say, you know what? I'm so glad so-and-so is wearing color. I'm so glad so-and-so decided to get out of all black moo-moos. I'm so glad so-and-so decided to like put some lipstick on. I'm so glad so-and-so decided to take that art class. I'm so glad. You know what I mean? Like, don't always think that the talk is going to be against you. It might be people have been waiting for you to show up as yourself so that they could cheer you on. That's how I'm spinning it. So we spend too much time on the haters, too much time worrying about negative talk. Negative talk is just people who don't got nothing else to do. And they secretly, secretly like your shine but they don't know how to get their own shine. So you know what they want to do? They want to steal your shine, thinking that if they somehow or other dim your light, that theirs would be brighter. Nope, misery loves company. So their light is not going to be brighter. Their light is just going to diminish, 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 because they don't see that when you strike a match and light a candle, and then the candle lights another candle, that candle doesn't go out. It's that simple. 
That's just simple stuff. Your candle lights another candle, lights another candle, lights another candle. The, the first candle doesn't go out. It still shines brightly. And subsequently, subsequent candles keep shining brightly. That's how you think about this. So I'm going to tell everybody out there, if there's something in your dream space, in your heart, in your mind, in your dream space, go chase it. You will be so much better for it. Don't go to your grave in those last moments like, oh, shit, I wish I could have. <laughs> I should have. And I see, and I get, I talk to people all the time and they always go, oh, I wish. This, these are the things that I get all the time from people. Oh, I don't know if I have 25 friends that will go with me to, uh, to a, a vacation in Morocco. You don't need 25 friends. <laughs> you don't need 25 friends. You know what you need? You. You. Oh, I don't know if I can travel by yourself. You know, when you travel the world, you know there's other people in other places. <laughs> be in Marrakesh standing all alone there's so many other people there and you know when you go places especially when you stay in hotels you strike up conversation with people and and you know you meet people in the hotel lounge or the bar or somewhere and they say oh we're gonna go do this tomorrow and you say oh I wouldn't mind doing that and they say come on or you talk to the concierge and the concierge said well there's a tour bus here what would you like to be on it I'll arrange it be downstairs in the lobby at 11, and then you meet all the people on that tour. You don't need 25 people to do a damn thing. <laughs> don't measure your life by mine. No. <laughs> That's not how that works. People say, and I've been getting this a lot. Oh, I don't know if I have. You don't need 25 people to go with you nowhere. <laughs> you don't. Oh, I, I don't know. Yes, you do know. Get a passport, pack your bags, jet off. Y'all, some of y'all got more money than than I than you know what to do with. And there's places out there. There's travel groups. You know what? There are travel groups for all kinds of people. There are black women travel groups, older black women travel groups, uh 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 transgender travel groups, gay travel groups, what whatever it is that you prefer or fancy or like or want to align with, there is a travel group. And if there isn't, guess what? You put it out there. Hey, church ladies travel group, we're going to whatever. Who wants to be down? Now, yes, I would invite anybody who's going to travel is to go and align themselves with the travel agent who can coordinate that so people can go right to that person and make all the arrangements so you don't have to be bothered with shuttling calls and people, oh, I don't know. No, let them deal with the travel agent, make the arrangements, pay, whatever. That way you just say, listen, I know who's going. I'm going. Whoever wants to roll with me, here's the travel agent information, hook up. Otherwise, uh, I'm going. And that's what you should do. That's that's how you do it. That's not hard. It's not a heavy lift. It's not traveling is is a great experience. Traveling is. I mean, I I personally hate the actual traveling part because I feel like airlines and and and, and places are just you know they're like Nazi checkpoints. You know, 
and I don't, I hate to use that word. I don't use that word lightly, Nazis. I don't, I'm not using it lightly. When I tell you it feels like that, and I don't know what that feels like, but I have some idea. I tell you, these, these, these airlines, they, with all this technology and the way the world is, it's so archaic the way they deal with people, you know, and I get it because you 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 try to cut down on the amount of terrorism and crazy people. I I I understand that, but God knows travel is, you know. But you you know if you get all the things, if you get TSA checking in and global entry, that'll make your life better. It'll make your life better. It'll make your life better, and uh, and you could you could move about the world a little faster and a little bit better traveling. You know, but what, but I love, I love going to other people's countries. I just love it. You know, you touch down in some place and you're like, and you, and you know, you immediately, you get a sense of the similarities of people around the globe, you know, and, and the hospitality of people, you know, even places that people say, oh, you know, when I was in Paris and people were so nervous about me going to Paris because they were like, oh, they treat people, blah, blah, blah. I could have been treated nicer. I was treated like a celebrity. People buy me champagne when they knew I was traveling by myself. And oh, and blah, 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 invited me and all this other kind of stuff. And I loved it. You know, same thing. You know, when you go to any Caribbean island, I've been to a gazillion. My first travel experience was going to, um, uh, uh, Caribbean islands. First place I ever been to was the U.S. Virgin Islands, and then the first place that I needed a passport passport for was the Dominican Republic. That was the first place, uh, and then uh, all the other subsequent islands. So, so I spent a lot of time jumping island to island and island, you know, and I love that kind of stuff. Uh, but, um, and and then you you then you go to other places and you and you sort of get a sense of how people are in the world and and what you know all the things that they get to do and all the you know all the the transportation i'm i'm always interested in how people get around in places you know so i'm always thinking about uh how do you, how do you get around how do you get around what do you do uh uh all that kind of stuff and so so marrakesh was was a great example of how they use a taxing service um, to get people around. I mean, there are buses. Yes, there are buses and buses. But when you're in these hotels and stuff, you know, um, sometimes the hotels are off beaten paths. So there's no bus coming, you know. So you 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 depend on the concierge to, you know, arrange all these things. And it's really, it's been really, really nice. It's been, it was really, really nice getting around, you know, and nice cars and all kinds of stuff and fancy and, you know, and minivans and all, I mean, it just gets you around and you just feel safe and, you know, it was, it was good. So I, I enjoyed that very much. I enjoyed that very much. I enjoyed that very much. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, don't, don't put off things. Life is so short. I don't even, I don't, I really don't think people think on a day-to-day basis how short, uh, life is you know uh i i don't i don't think people think about it i think people don't think about it because uh people don't like thinking about death and dying and it, which is strange to me because 
you know, we're all going to meet that in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anybody's going to live forever. And and seriously, I don't, I don't want to live forever. I'm not trying to rush out of here. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to leave before my number is called clearly, but I will tell you, uh, we're all going to meet our, our demise. And there's some things that I'm thinking about that I got to put in place and I got to put them in place soon. Uh, because I said that I was going to do that the first of the year and I haven't done it. So that's my next order of business um, uh, between uh, now and September to, to put things in place. Uh, and uh, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately and I got to get it done. And uh, I just got to figure out how to, you know, how to do it. And, uh, and I know how to do it. My mother was a good example of that. And so I just, I can't do less than what she did. And so, uh, so I've, I've got to put some things in place. So anyway, um, life is good <laughs> for some people, not everybody. So I, listen, I don't say that to say I, I'm ignoring the world and people's situations. I'm not, because right now I know in these moments, somebody is praying to God for some relief of some sort about a matter or an issue or something. So I, I'm not suggesting, um, that uh, uh, when I say life is good, I'm I only talking about myself, you know, and for some people, you know, it's not good for everybody. And uh, I, I, I'm going to try to, I told, I told y'all I was going to try to find somebody to come on and talk about what this, um, what this affirmative action means for uh, uh, schools and higher education, what that means. And then I want somebody to come on and see if they can forecast, you know, what, what's, I mean, we already know the Republican playbook. I mean, we know what they want to do. Um, so it's not a, it's not a secret. We, we know what they want to do. Um, can we, can we, can we stop their march? I, I, I think so. I think so. I think so. You know, I, I don't think that they can, I mean, they've been successful with, repealing Roe v. Wade <laughs> and uh, and now affirmative action. And uh, and they've already been, you know, they've already shut down the voter, 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 uh, voter right, voter, voter registry, voter rights. Uh, uh, uh. So, the, but these are the, we are, we are all built for these times. We're all built for these times. We're all made for these times. And these are the times that we're in. And so people of good conscience and good heart and mind have to rise up. You cannot be quiet. Uh, and you cannot sit by and watch things happen. You just cannot. So, uh, you know, and I, I think reading this book has really, it's really uh, been illuminating because um, it, it just brings so much, it packs so much of a historical punch uh, about why people left the South and the way Jim Crow and, I mean, it's just, it's just uh, uh, unconscionable to me uh, how white folks have just been at every point in history uh, a menace to the world. <laughs> it's not enough, and and I know there's a lot of good white people out there who 
cannot stand the deeds of some white people. I know it because I, I have personal friends who just, who are philanthropists, the philanthropists and are doing their very best to, to help right some wrongs with their money, with their time, with their intellect, with their commitment to community. So I, I know, I know it. I, I know people personally who are out there who put their money in places and spaces, who met, mentor kids and, and, and stay on top of stuff and, and are, are conscious, you know. But that's, you know, but we keep on pushing. As, what is it, Curtis Mayfield? Keep on pushing. We just keep on pushing. We keep on pushing. Just keep on pushing. And uh, and while everything about my life is 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 not about social justice, everything about my life is about social justice. Everything, everything. Race is everything. Uh, race is everywhere. Uh, color consciousness is everywhere. So I'm just saying. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a break and I'll be back. I'm going to go get me a little bit more coffee. I'll be back. I want to talk a little bit about that Kiki Palmer foolishness. I don't, I don't know why black women can't have agency over their own bodies. I don't, I don't know why. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. If I was young like her and had a body like that, I'd be in some sheer stuff too. And come on. Come on. What, what? We still... We still um, harassing women about clothing. For what? What you wear has no, has no, has nothing to do with your morality or character or intellect or abilities. Nothing. Just clothing. I'll be back. <laughs> well, all right. Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org.
child here, citizens of the universe, I bring forth to you the good time on the mothership.
back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. You got me a fresh cup of coffee. Woo, it's Monday in the house. Welcome back. Thank y'all for listening and tuning in. Thank you to the folks who listen to me from far and wide. I appreciate the comments. I see y'all. Thank you very much. So anyway, I left thinking about, uh, I left wanting to talk about uh, Kiki Palmer and that whole mess and everybody's weighing in because she was at the Usher concert in a in a um, sheer jumper jumpsuit kind of thing. And I, I didn't I, I didn't understand what the brouhaha and people were like, oh, I mean, people and, and, and black women went so far as to say, oh, she's degrading and uh, that makes us look bad. And I was like, nothing makes us look bad. Nothing. Nothing. Now, she, <laughs> I mean, w- w- would she wear that to church? No, she would not wear that to anybody's church. She's at an Usher concert in Vegas. Are you kidding me? She looked amazing. And for all of these people talking about it was it was respectable. And it got kicked off because her, her boy, her baby daddy, I don't even know if it's her boyfriend, talking about his wife and she's a mother and all this other kind of stuff. And I don't even know what the hell that means. Like, what does that even mean? And first of all, you're not married to her. <laughs> and even if you were married to her, you don't own her. Marriage is not a, a license to own people. You get a marriage license to be in partnership with somebody legally. It's not, you, you're not a slave owner. <laughs> Some of y'all get that all twisted. I just was so sick of the conversation. And people were like, oh, oh, she, she, she's a mother. And thank you, Kiki, for go and just capitalizing on it and saying, putting out merch that says, I'm a mother. <laughs> that is fast thinking and fast turnaround. And you make everybody out there wear them t-shirts and shirts. I'm a mother. You can wear how you want to wear. So I know she had words for that brother when she got back home because he embarrassed her or he tried to embarrass her and he publicly tried to shame her. And that's what that is about. We have to be very clear about that. I don't care if you agree or disagree, whatever. Public shaming is never a good idea. And that's somebody that you made this baby with who should have your back who should be your champion, who should be your knight in shining armor. But instead, he came like an assassin, you know, came like an assassin. And I'm thinking, if I were her, and I'm not, nor do I wish to be, I would would lose that brother. And I would say, listen, we could have a strong co-parenting arrangement, and you could see your child, we're going to set, and I would set this up. Like, listen, we're going to set up this co-parenting arrangement. You can see the baby. And I would just get on down the road from him. And we would make decisions in concert, you know, jointly. We would make decisions jointly about the care of our child. And that would be it. I said, because, you know, if he, if he, he's not ready for prime time. He's not ready for prime time. He's not ready to be the man that you need him to be. He's not. Because any man that would shame you like that, in public is a man that is not able to be a man for you. And I don't care if people agree with him or not. What they they what they think they're agreeing to is that he is standing up for, for his family. But 
He's not doing that. What he's doing is he's trying to shame her. And anybody that who tries to shame you is not worth your time or energy. Because if they do this, what will they do next? And listen, people will tell you who they are. And if you don't believe them, you will be harmed in more ways than you can imagine. And so, and 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 for him to go on social media and not like check you when you come to the house, hey, hey, babe, you know, I'm not feeling that outfit or whatever. But he, he shouldn't even fix his mouth to say a damn thing because she's a grown-up and she's not stupid. She's she's bright and runs her own business and takes care of her image. So what do you bring to this other than some sperm for a baby? What do you bring to, to the betterment of my life and my being? What do you bring except misery and embarrassment? Now, you know, I, I just, he got to go now. He's not going to be better because he wasn't better. So he's not going to be better. And this was, and, and, you know, and he goes and he shuts down all his social media because he didn't want to hear the fire. He just didn't want to catch that smoke. He didn't. And he was wrong and he was childish. And you can't have a man like that when you, when you are about the business of being in business and your brand is who you are and what you do. You can't have somebody like that at every turn is going to slice you up. He came as an assassin not as a knight in shiny armor. And you can't have that because you can't be out there in the world doing what you do and worrying about, okay, what he gonna say about this? You know, or when you take a role that requires you to be, you know, uh, projecting intimacy with somebody else, what's he gonna say about that? Or if you take a role and you play in a particular character, what's he gonna say? Listen, it's not gonna work. It's not going to work. I, I just, you know, I wish these young sisters would be more discerning of who they, who they decide to bear children with. Seriously, be more discerning. Because now you've got this brother for 20 years. You know, you've got him for 20 years in your life. And that's just going to be more of this. It's just going to be more of this. And I don't know how you... I mean, I believe you can come back from anything. Anything is possible. And forgiveness, when you're in a relationship with people, it is a constant state of forgiveness. When you love people, it is a constant state of forgiveness. And, and, if, and if you're not in a constant state of forgiveness, then you don't love that person. And I, don't, and I don't say that to say, because you love that person, you stay with that person. No, I'm not suggesting that. You can love people and not be with them. But to be in relationship to somebody Anybody in any relationship is a constant state of forgiveness. And if you cannot do that, then you, you're not in love. You cannot be in love because it is a constant state of forgiveness. So I don't know. I just felt like he was an asshole. And I don't know that brother from nobody. I don't, I don't even know if I could pick him up out of a lineup. So there's that part. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Kiki Palmer, you keep doing what you do. We've watched you grow up and we love you and we here for you and we ride for you. And that brother tried to shame you. And I don't, I don't know any parent who would, 
who would see their child shamed by somebody and not be mad. I'm mad. I was like, brother, you didn't, you didn't have to go out. You didn't have to say that stuff. And you, and you all on the Instagram with just shirt off, sitting by the bed in your drawers. Come on. And she not, she wasn't even doing that. She had a concert. And these young people don't know what slow dancing is. They don't know. They don't know what slow dancing is. They don't have no sense of what, because that's what they was doing. And that's, and Usher sings slow dancing music, but these young people don't know what slow dancing is. Oh, they forgot. But it was older people who was talking this mess, not too much older. So if you don't know what slow dancing is, sit down and shut up. Ask your mamas or your grandmamas. Because some of y'all are just lacking in awareness of anything that's not stupid. <laughs> ah! So, Kiki Palmer, I'm in your corner. <laughs> I'm like Mike Bogoslavsky. Mike Bogoslavsky, I'm in your corner. That's a very localized thing. That's a very New Haven, Connecticut localized thing. Mike Bogoslavsky was sort of a, a, a what you call it, a, 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 in your corner. He was a fighter. You know, he was, you know, it was all about righting wrongs and stuff like that. You know, particularly around product, products, you know, somebody... Uh, I think he was a reporter for, for new, he was on the news. He was a news guy, um, you know, and if people, you know, couldn't get their money back from something or got played or bought a lemon or something, he would go and go and uh, uh, fight that out with them and be like, bring attention to it. And then at the end, he would say, I'm Mike Bogoslowski, I'm in your corner. So that's how I feel. Kiki Palmer, I'm in your corner. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna just let that go by without saying something. So I said what I said. She gets to wear what she wants to wear. And you deserve a man who's who is your a protector and not your assassin. And that brother was your assassin. That's all I'm gonna say. You do what you you do with it what you want. <laughs> Make some hard decisions, you know. But I tell you what, he wouldn't get another chance. He wouldn't get another chance to throw a, dar a, a dagger at me. He wouldn't get another chance. And, and, and I stand by what I say. To be in love and to be in relationship is to be in a constant state of forgiveness. But the quality and the kind of forgiveness that you require, that you are willing to be a part of, is not that. So you can forgive him and you can, and you can, but you can move on too. You can forgive and say, listen, we're going to co-parent, but we clearly... Uh, and you don't even have to say to him, clearly you are not ready to be in this role as my partner because you 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 hung me out to dry. You didn't have my back. You was about shaming me. And I don't know what that is about for you, but I can't have that in my life. I can't go and do what I got to do worrying about you sitting at the house, popping off at the mouth on social media about me and what I'm doing. Can't have that. You know, and I, I would invite that brother to go take a page from Russell Wilson because Sierra gets to be free in her marriage and live how she want to live. And they have a, a, a marriage that I, I don't know them, but from the outside, he looks pretty secure. And listen, she had on a, a slinky chain dress with nothing underneath it. And he didn't, he didn't bat one eye. He didn't say, go home and change. He was like, oh, that's my queen. You see my queen? Because at the end of the night, I'm going, my queen is going home with me. I provide and she's free to be however she wants to be. So that brother needs to go take a page from Russell Wilson, but he ain't. <laughs>
because he's a ninny. So there's that. Because the fact that you go on social media and publicly try to shame somebody, um, and then you throw in the fact that she's a mother. Well, you're a father. What? <laughs> okay. We, we, we are clearly defining roles here. Okay. <laughs> and the fact that you think you could remind her that she's a mother and that she is not acting appropriately says a whole lot about you and 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 what you think i i I just don't have no i don't got no flavor for it i just don't so now the other the other mess that got on my nerves too was that whole britney spears foolishness so britney spears another one i think they're in uh san antonio uh so she runs up on the on the the brother from paris the 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 new uh uh, the new uh, uh, cat, young young man from uh, uh, who, who signed with the, the Spurs. He was the NBA number one draft pick. Lovely brother, tall, beautiful, seven foot tall, black 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 guy. And uh, I guess she sees him. She's chasing after him, running after him, using a British accent, calling his name. And he his security detail shuts her down so she goes to put her hands to touch him because you know his back is to her he's walking through the wherever they are i want to say in vegas but yeah in vegas he's walking through the details like keep walking they handle it she reaches out one of the security details smacks her hand away and her hand smacks her so he pushes her hand away to the point where she hits herself and she tried to make it seem like the security detail smacked her, but the security guy didn't smack her. He pushed her hand so hard that she smacked herself. But anyway, she goes to the police department and files some kind of report. And and they, they do uh they do an investigation, they get all the videotape, and they were like, Well, she hit her own damn self. <laughs> We're not bringing no charges against the security detail. And so there was this whole brouhaha on social media talking about, oh, beating up on women and all this other kind of stuff. And so when you see the video, they wasn't beating up on her. Her crazy ass is walking up on this guy. He is an NBA asset. They, the security detail is there for a reason, for this reason, because, you know, and then, you know, some white women think that they could do anything and that has been so since the beginning of time. White women think that they could just do whatever they want to do, particularly when it involves black men. They think that somehow or other they are, you know, the the gift or whatever. And so he doesn't. He don't hear nothing. He they tell him to keep walking. He don't turn around. He don't do nothing. I'm just gonna keep walking. And so that was the brouhaha. So people were like, oh. Who is he? And I was like, first of all, y'all don't follow sports. So of course you don't know who he is. Second of all, he was told to keep walking. He is a young million dollar, multi-million dollar athlete at this point. He's an asset to his team. He, he They don't pay gazillions of dollars for his talent. No, they're not going to let. I don't give a damn if it's Britney Spears or Janet Jackson. You're not going to run up on people and and... And, and use a fake accent and assume that people know who you are. And if they know who you are, that's not carte blanche. That is not carte blanche. You know? 
Ah, so when he found out, he was like, oh, I didn't know it was Britney Spears. I didn't turn around. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's their job is to protect him. And they did a damn good job. She should not have been running up on him in a fake British accent. Girl, sit down. Britney Spears, go sit your crazy ass down and just be you and go do you. And I listen, I want her to thrive because I know she's been through a lot. God knows we done listened to all the stories and the foolishness of mama, her daddy, her sister, all the people's, you know, the bad relationships and all that kind of stuff. And whatever, girl, whatever. Just, le- le- you know what? What you should have done if you really felt that you wanted to say hi or whatever, just don't don't pretend. Just, you should have said, hey, security detail, I'm Britney Spears. Is it possible I could meet him or say hi? Not just run, because let me tell you something. If that brother, if it would have been the other way around and a seven foot tall brother would have ran up on her, her security detail probably would have shot him, right? Because it just wouldn't work the other way around. It just, it would just never happen. It just wouldn't, it just wouldn't happen. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. It just got on my nerves so bad. It was like, oh, she's the victim. She's not a victim. She willingly put herself in harm's way. When you know how security detail works, you got one. <laughs> you think anybody going to run up on you and yes, security detail is not going to run interference? Oh, girl, please. Stop acting like you knew to this. Stop acting like you just showed up yesterday. You've been in this game for a long, 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 long time. Long, long, long time. Long, long time. And all these people are like, well, why does he need a security D? Why? Because of that kind of foolishness. He can't be nowhere. He's worth millions and millions of dollars. He can't be anywhere without security now. Just, just for that kind of stuff. People are stupid. <laughs> they are. You know, everybody's projecting their own life onto other people's lives. Nope. Nope. That's not how that goes. Nope. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So. I'm just saying. So I just feel some kind of way about that. So I bet you she won't run up on nobody else. I bet you she won't. And. And, you know, if she thought about this, if she thought about this, she was like, you know what, I understand. But she, 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 she kind of walked some of this back a little bit in her, in her social media posts, because she posted a bunch of them, you know, after it came out that, you know what, you hit your own self in the face. You know, you did that, not anybody else. You hit your own self in the face. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just feel like, go sit down. Stay in your lane. You got a security detail. You know how this works. You can't run up on people. You just can't do it. You know, fine. Oh. And that's my, that. those are my two celebrity and I don't really like talking about celebrities that much, but those two got on my nerves because it's been trending in the in the news. And I just thought, you know, and 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 uh 
it just it just got on my nerves the way that we are so willing to sort of you know i it's i find it disheartening that black women still have to fight for agency and autonomy over themselves and that respectability politics still still is is at the at the forefront of how we have to govern ourselves that we still have to be concerned about you know, uh, no, she would never wear that kind of outfit to church, but she wasn't at church. She was in Las Vegas at a concert, an Usher concert at that. And uh, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it was church, okay, that might be a bit much to wear to church, but but we all know better. We all know better that even if, even if we were free, 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 we know to show up in church with, with something, something covering ourselves in a way that's appropriate. I don't know nobody, no black person that doesn't understand that. I don't care. And we all understand that mess because some of us have gone to church with our grandmamas, big mamas, aunties, and all that kind of stuff. So we know, we know church wear is a little different than club wear. We know that. We know it. We know it. And some of it is borderline for some of us. All right, it's fine. All right, show up how you want to show up. But I'm just saying, we know there are some things that we know already. But you had an Usher concert in Las Vegas. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I had a body like Kiki Palmer. God, no, y'all better be glad. <laughs> you better be damn glad. Because I would have been in that little jumpsuit and then I would have had boas. <laughs> I, I would have had boas with just to amp it up a little bit more. I would have been in. So listen, y'all better be damn glad. So it wasn't me because God knows. But she recovered very well. I'm a mother. Sell them t-shirts and sweatshirts, girl, and hats and whatever else you put out there. I'm a mother. Yes. High five to her social media team. They pulled it off. You know what? And then you have all these sisters wearing, wearing these shirts and t-shirts and, uh, and, 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 and standing with you in solidarity. That's a movement right there. That's a movement. So I don't know, people. These brothers better come a little better. I don't, I don't know what these men are made of these days. I just don't know. I don't know. I, I'm quite fearful for them. Some of them don't got no, no home training. I guess maybe there's nobody. Maybe there's nobody to tell them how to how to how to be. I don't know. Maybe there's nobody to tell them how to be. I don't know. How are we raising these young men? How? What are we doing? How are we raising them? I don't know. Have we just fallen down the rabbit hole? You know? I don't know. I worry about us. You know, I do. H having raised four children, I get it. It's hard out there. You worry about them. You want to give them tools. Uh, I, I hope my sons ain't out there acting a the fool. I hope they not. And, and if I catch wind of it, I'm going to say something to them. I'm like, are you out of your mind? You know, damn well, I didn't raise you to think like that. Where you get that thinking from? You ain't never heard me do that. You know, so they know. <laughs> I hope they know. 
and, and you know what? They better not want me to find out neither. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, I love this coffee. It's good. You know what I've been doing? I've been, you know, Harry, I've been, I've been brewing my Cafe Bustello. I still love Cafe Bustello. But I still got some Jamaican coffee that I need to grind up. And I'm going to do that at some point. But um, I, I, I put my Cafe Bustello in the coffee maker. And then I douse it up with some cinnamon. And it just makes for a really rich flavor. I, I just love the way that tastes. Because um, the cinnamon just rounds out the flavor of the coffee when you brew it at that level. I, I love it. I used to just put the cinnamon in the hot coffee, you know, just and stare it. But I find that if I just throw it in with the grinds, that it just brews it in all nicely. So I'm like, ah, shoot now. I love it. So this is my two cup minimum for the day. I'm a two cup of coffee minimum, you know, three if it's um if it's um some good coffee. And this is good coffee, but when I'm at home, I only make two, make enough for two cups. And, and I um and I'm good at it. So I'm a two cup two cup girl. But if I'm out and the coffee is really good, like zinc, they do the Italian coffee that I like. Um and uh, and it's such a good coffee, and I and I had it when I was in Nantucket some years ago, and it was so good. I had to I had to find out who make it. Now I can't remember what the name of the damn coffee is. It'll come to me. I'll remember it tomorrow. <laughs> but Zinc is the only one that I know that makes this coffee, and I haven't been to Zinc in a minute. But when I do go, I order their coffee straight off, straight away, no matter what what it is. And I don't like coffee in the afternoon and at night, but if I'm at zinc for lunch or dinner, I'm ordering that coffee first because the coffee is so good. I love that coffee. And it don't need nothing, nothing. I just drink it. I say, oh my God, this coffee is so good. <laughs> so good. And it's an Italian coffee. So if you're ever at zinc, have the coffee. Have that coffee first. It's so good. So, so good. I love it. So. Um, it'll come to me. I can't remember what it is. Uh, maybe I could just look it up real quick. I could tell you what it is. And you could buy it in a store, but I, I like it brewed in the restaurants because, you know, they got all the fancy ass, you know, they got all the, uh, they got all the uh, fancy brewing equipment so they could get it right. And uh, they could get it right. Let me see. I don't know what it is. I'm looking for it. All the other, everything that I don't want. Oh, Chevalier? No, it's not. Oh, I know. It's um, La Vaza. L-A, L-A-V, capital A, Z-Z-A, La Vaza. That's some good damn coffee. Can I just tell you? That is some good damn coffee. Oh, they sell it at Target. Ooh, it's a medium, it's a ground, it's a medium ground roast, which is really nice. Uh, I actually like a light roast because that has the most, um, has the most caffeine. <laughs> well, anyway, zinc brews up the Lavazza, which is, I'm telling you, that coffee is the best coffee. Second to Jamaican coffee, I think. The Green Mountain, I mean, uh, Blue Mountain coffee. I, I love it. Uh, so. So if you if you ever have a chance, get you some Lavazza and uh, and play around with it. 
and uh, and they've got all kinds of different iterations of the lavaza, you know, the dark rose, medium rose, uh, uh, all kinds, and and different price points. But but the coffee itself is really good. But like I tell you, I like to go to Zinc and drink the coffee because they brew it up perfectly. You know, I think if I if I brew it at home, it'll take me a couple of times. Because like now, I brew up um, um, Cafe Bustella perfectly. But it took me a couple of it took me a minute to figure out like the 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 amount of coffee to water that thing to get it to the way to consistency that I like and the flavor. So now I'm I'm I got it perfect, you know. Uh, two tablespoons of two tablespoons and four cups of water. That brews me two perfectly cups of coffee. Seriously. So the lavazza would take me a minute to figure that out. But I would, you know, I, I, if I'm in Target again, I might just, uh, I might just break and get me some lavaza and see if I could capture that same flavor that I like. And then my ultimate, and I think because I, I think I haven't ground up my Jamaican beans because I don't like to mess around with my Jamaican coffee. I like to brew it perfectly right off the bat. I don't want to mess it up. And, and I don't, I know how to brew it up too. I like it. So I love, I love me some, some Jamaican coffee. And when you go to Jamaica and you, and I don't, I don't like coffee with stuff in it. You know, I don't need milk, cream, any of that stuff, sugar. I just like it black and strong. Like my community. <laughs> black and strong. <laughs> black and strong. <laughs> black and strong. So, yes. So I, I can't believe I spent 10 minutes talking about the coffee that I like, but that's what it is. So, and, and this is my second cup of the day and I won't have any more the rest of the day because coffee stays with, stays in my system and it gives me a little bit of a boost and I like it um, and then that's it. And then I gradually start to, you know, float through the day, float through the day and then that's it. So, so anyway, uh, I'm having dinner tonight at, where am I going? I'm having dinner at Harvest tonight heirloom i'm having dinner at heirloom tonight so that'll be nice um having dinner with uh one of the candidates for uh the um arts council job uh we're meeting we're, we're trying to meet with all the candidates uh formally and informally just to you know, get a vibe about them and uh, so I'm doing that today. Then I got another one. I think one, yeah. I think, I think, yeah. And then hopefully we'll have a decision shortly. It's been a long process. You know, it's not like the old days. You just throw some candidates in the pool and you're like, oh, we sit around the table. You pick the ones you want to. I guess it's the same. But, you know, we hired a search, which I'm so glad we did. Because if I had to like spend any more time on this, my head would have fell off. So thank God for people who do this as a business, because it really does take some of the sting out of stuff. And uh, and, it, and it doesn't tax your staff so much to sort of do this work. So so we'll see what happens. We'll we'll, we'll do all that we can. And I think we we got some good candidates that we narrowed it down to. And, uh, and it'll be fine. Whoever we pick is going to be well qualified and perfect for the job. That's how I see it. We got some good candidates. They were all good, interesting, perspectives, all of that. 
So we'll see. We shall see. We'll we'll we'll, we'll make it all work. We'll see what happens. And uh, good job. So so high five to Winter for uh, acting ED. She she has been a steady hand um, in all of this, and and the keeper of uh, historical information you know, historical assets. She's been amazing for that. So I don't know how other organizations are doing, but we, we, we're doing all right. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm quite happy, you know, I'm, I'm happy with, with the choices. It's been, a, it's been a good, it's been, a, it's been a, a good experience to sort of hear and talk to people. So anyway, uh, I'm about to bounce up out of here. It's Monday. So this is your week. Own this week. Own the day. Don't, don't not do stuff. Do all the things. If there's today, I'm giving you permission. I'm giving everybody permission. Chase that dream or whatever it is. Put something in motion. Don't be stopped. Pray. Think good thoughts for yourself. Be out there. Do the things. You know, give yourself a hug. Give yourself what you need. Just give yourself what you need and start there. And once you start thinking about how to give yourself what you need, everything else will align. I'm not kidding you. This is how I live my life. Give yourself what you need. You need a mama, give mama yourself. You need a daddy, daddy yourself. So okay, I'm out. Harry Jones, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Woo!